friends, and welcome back to Break Free Stories. I'm Shannon Gleason, and congratulations for tuning in today. I created Break Free Stories because over the last few years, I've heard and witnessed stories of breakthrough, grit, and overcoming over and over again from people I admire. I realized I wanted to collect all of these stories and keep them in one space to inspire more freedom for others in my life, in coaching circles, and the audience here, which is you. My own story is full of breakthroughs. I'm a single mother of four great kids, two boys, two girls. One amazing son of mine experiences disability. I'm a survivor, a trauma survivor. I'm a contender, unraveling a lifelong addiction to food and anxiety. And I'm a business leader. I launched my own business eight years ago. It's changed my life forever. All these breakthroughs have introduced me to others with parallel stories, including the Break Free Tribe, where our community lives out daily courage, we envision our best lives, and where we share stories of freedom and health. Today's episode is going to be a little different. On this podcast, sometimes we have guests, and sometimes... I will highlight a topic or story from my own life that has helped me break through. Today's topic is about hard days. For lots of us, when we are experiencing breakthroughs, it requires us to work through some hard things. I know I have. Days when I just wanted to lay in bed or eat an entire bag of chips or just hide from the world. Anybody else? Today, I'm going to share my 10 tips for surviving hard days. These are ideas that have lifted me and carried me through all my hard days to date. I hope you find this encouraging and practical. Let's dive in. Number one, make a decision. First thing you're going to want to do is identify that you're having a hard time and make a decision that you're not going to stay stuck in feeling the feels that come from hard things. You're going to choose to get through You're going to act your way into feeling better. You're going to have confidence. You're going to muster it up with this first decision that you are going to overcome this hard day. Number two, create a comforting space or make something. I love to surround myself with joy. Sometimes this looks like music. I really love and I'm uplifted by worship music. Sometimes I need calm and sometimes I need really invigorating music to pull me out of a funk. I love candles. I have candles throughout my home, different fragrances, depending on my mood. I'll light a candle. I'll turn on some music. The comfort of a fire in in my surrounding or the sound of water, whether it's a water fountain or a water app of sorts, it helps to lift me out of a hard place. Or maybe it's a surrounding of nature and getting outside and really breathing in the fresh air and being extra observant of just the beauty that surrounds me. Another way that I like to surround myself with joy is considering the people that bring me joy. Maybe I'll go and revisit a podcast, maybe one like mine, that brings me joy every time I hear it. Or maybe I'll go and visit an inspiring person that I like to follow on social media to help me realize that this is a temporary funk I'm in and look at them. They're doing it. I can too. Number three, call a trusted friend. 
this is always such a good idea. You're going to involve trusted people from your community. I don't know about you, but I know who those people are. I can name them off on my on one hand, the people that I can call when I'm having a hard time. One of the greatest things I did early on when I decided to live a life of breakthrough was to surround myself with friends that will be truth tellers. These are friends that I know will be there for me and that will hold me accountable with the goals that I'm trying to accomplish in my life. They're the ones that can come alongside me even when I'm having a hard time and remind me of so many truths and really help lift me out of a funk. Number four, brain dump. Kind of a funny word, but what this means is you're going to take everything that's going on in your brain the thoughts, the fears, maybe it's an overwhelming to-do list. You're going to put it all down on a piece of paper or maybe in a journal. Then the next thing I do with all of this scribble that's on this brain dump page is I invite the Lord in to partner with me to review this list. I basically sort the list. I ask him, what is something I need to do today? I ask him, what are things I need to cross off completely? Or sometimes there are things that maybe I just need to calendar and do for later. For example, I have four kids. All four of them are starting different schools and all four of them are starting different activities. Sometimes I have a tendency to feel like I need to figure all the things out for all four of them in all of the above areas at the same time. Anyone else do this? What has helped me so much is to calendar all of their activities and all of their school things, or even if I just need to batch some time to just think about and make a decision for each of them, I put it on my calendar. And then that way I can take it off my list, take it off of my mind for the day. Therefore, I become less overwhelmed. When I'm doing my brain dump, another thing that occurs to me sometimes is I ask myself, Looking at all these words and all these feelings, are any of these a result of me feeling frustrated because I've procrastinated or I've avoided doing something that will move me forward? That's when I realize that my uncomfort and my dissatisfaction is actually going to be used for good to push me into action in something that I have been not doing. That's when I make a decision to do it. What's the one thing that maybe you need to do right now that will help you move forward in your day? So sometimes when it's simple as that, or as hard as that, depending on what it is, it can really clear my mind and make for a much better rest of my day. Number five, say I am statements. Before I am able to make really strong, confident I am statements, I first have to identify the lies that are getting into my mind that are distracting me from living out my best day. These lies like to limit me. And so what I need to do is I need to counter them with truth about who I really am. These are my I am statements. I speak these I am truth statements over the woman that I am. You might be asking, what are these truth statements? How do you even know what you are? Well, I give you two opportunities to figure this out. One way to figure it out is to imagine all of your most favorite loyal friends standing in front of you, and they're blasting out all of the truth qualities about the woman that you are, and you're writing them down. 
That's who you truly are, your true identity. Another way you can do this is to ask the Lord, Lord, who did you create me to be? How do you see me? What is your purpose for me? And he will tell you. And that is your identity in Christ. And you write those words down and you proclaim them over your life. These are the truth words of who you are. And they demolish the lies that try to enter in. This is something that I need to visit daily to prepare myself in my mind to live out my best days because the lies do like to sneak in. What are some of your I am statements? I'll share with you some of mine. I am made on purpose. I am created to be victorious and I can do hard things. Those are three of my favorites. So who are you really? And I invite you to write these I am statements down. Number six, get refreshed. Just yesterday, I had a really hard day. And you know what I did? I got on my knees and I prayed and then I took a shower. Have you ever noticed that when you don't shower and don't get yourself ready first thing in the morning, do I dare say my day, I don't know about you, is a little bit lazier in all the things. It's lazier in the way I show up, the way that I'm intentional, and the way that I do anything. So I encourage you to be refreshed in the morning with a shower and a fresh face because sometimes if we feel refreshed on the outside, then we feel also refreshed on the inside. Maybe getting refreshed might also mean to take a nap. Now, I want to use a word of caution here. If you are flirting with a little bit of depression or feeling sorry for yourself, a nap might turn into a whole afternoon of sleep. So be careful with a nap. But for some of us, a 20-minute power nap is what we need to feel refreshed because we're doing a lot, perhaps. So consider that. Another thing that I like to do to be refreshed is I love to leave the house turn up the music, which I mentioned earlier with my surroundings, and I like to go for a ride in my Jeep. I like the fresh air through my hair. I like to laugh. I love the feeling of freedom, of just getting away for a minute from my own head, if you know what I mean. So shake things up a little bit with refreshing yourself with some humor, some laughter, some freedom, some fresh air and refreshment. You can hear Alex in the background there. (laughs) He's saying, yeah. (laughs) Number seven, serve others. Have you ever heard the saying that the best way to feel better is to lose yourself and others? I've heard that before, but I like better saying it like lift yourself through the service of others. I don't know about you, but when I do something for someone else, especially when it's unexpected, it lifts my heart. It's joy multiplied. And when I have an absence of joy or I'm having a hard day, that act of service is maybe all I need to just turn my day around. Maybe it's letting someone pass in front of you in the pickup line at school. That's serving others. It makes you feel good that you've done something good, contributed to the world in that way. So consider how you can serve someone else today. Number eight, move your body. The other day I was having a hard time and I went ahead and got refreshed, like I just mentioned, but then I decided I want to get outside and I want to move my body. I didn't just go for a leisurely walk, although that is a great restorative way to feel better. 
I chose to walk up a steep hill. And I must tell you that feeling my muscles burning as I was walking up that hill helped me to release the fear and the lies that that morning were kind of making me feel suffocated. It was almost as if I was physically pressing them out or forging them out of my body as I was breathing in the fresh air and surrounded by the beautiful nature on my walk. I also happened to have great music in my ears. But that act of moving and pressing into my body really helped me. When I got home, I felt so good physically, and I was proud of myself for doing something like that. So I want to encourage you. Is there a way that you can move your body today? Maybe it's stretching, or maybe it is some type of uh, prayer yoga moves that make you just feel your body and the creation that it is uniquely and purposely made to serve you in your day. Number nine, remember your goals. I don't know about you, but I have goals. I have dreams. I have dreams and goals for myself, and I also have goals and dreams for my family. This is what I like to call my why. My why do I do what I do every day? My why is attached to these dreams and goals. So sometimes it helps me to restore my hope and my purpose and what I'm creating by revisiting these goals and dreams. This helps me to look forward to what's to come and feel hope for what I've started to create and I am continuing to create that goes far beyond whatever the circumstances are in my day today. So I encourage you, get clear on your dreams, revisit your goals, and understand why it is you're doing and creating what you're doing instead of reacting to what's going on just in today. Number 10, remember past victories. I like to reflect on past hard things that I have absolutely rocked. You know why? That's evidence of my grit. It's evidence of my resilience. And it's evidence of my fortitude to do hard things. It has prepared me for this day today to the point that those hard things are so small compared to the overcoming that I am prepared to make today with whatever is coming my way. You see, when we reflect on what we've done before, it equips us, empowers us. It reminds us that we have everything it takes to get through today. So please reflect on these past hard things that you've rocked. And I want to invite you to journal it, write it down. This is your playbook, friends. This is what's going to help you take your day back and create the day you want. And last but not least, I want to invite you when you are finished with this hard day of yours and you've tried some of these suggestions, please reflect on the victory you've had in this day, the decision you made to turn it around. And take note of how the things that you chose to do today helped get you out of what you were feeling initially, because this will be your toolbox. 
because heaven knows that hard, more hard days are to come. But this toolbox of survival, this list of evidence of things that have worked for you before will not only work for you again, but you'll do them even better because you've been there before. You are equipped, you are prepared, and friend, you are victorious in your days. So break free, friends. One last final thing. I want you to be reminded that you are never alone in this. And I hope you find this encouraging and practical. If you want a refresher of this list, you can check it out in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining Break Free Stories. Are you inspired by today's story? Are you ready for your breakthrough? Click on the link in the show notes or book a time for us to talk about your breakthrough story on my calendar. You can find the link in my bio on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, Break Free is possible. It's your turn. Join my team today. For more information, visit www.breakfreestories.com. Break Free Stories is created by Shannon Gleason, produced by Katie Casada, and edited by Ray Kruna. Production assistance by Erin Baldi. For more information, visit www.breakfreestories.com.